welcome back to the If It Fits podcast. I am one of your hosts, Michelle Jane. And I'm your other host, Jessica Payne. So thank you all so much, first of all, for the feedback that you've given us on last week's episode. I think it went down really well. Both Michelle and I have had so many messages about it, laughing, especially at the the rolled up ham. (laughs) I think everybody does the ham. I'm not the only one. Um, yeah, it went down really well. We, you know, we thought it would resonate with everyone because it's something, those little nutritional habits are something that all of us do. You know, we've all done at least one of them. I've done all 10 of them, probably, or <laughs> however many we did. So yeah, thank you so much for your feedback. It's always really good to, to know that you're enjoying it. And we hope that you're going to enjoy what we talk about today as well. So what are we doing today, Michelle? So we are, we're going to be talking about checking in on bad weeks as well as the good weeks. So the reason we're talking about this is Jessica and I have had so many clients messages lately to say, I'm not checking in today, I've had a bad week, or there's no point me checking in. What I think you don't realise is those bad weeks is when you should be checking in, is when you need your coach. This is when your coach comes in to coach you. So we're basically talking about on why you should check in when you haven't been following the plan. Yeah, it's so, so important. And I think this is really good timing, actually, because we've just come off the back of Easter. Obviously, Easter was last weekend. And Saturday's check-in day, just gone. I had a couple of non-check-ins. But I did have a lot of check-ins who had said, I was absolutely dreading checking in today. I almost didn't check in. They did check in, but they almost didn't. So you know, I've just said, you know, you shouldn't be dreading checking in with me at all. So I think this episode is is really good timing on the back of Easter, to be honest. Yeah, and I think people think that, oh, you might have had a coach before where they give you a plan and you have to follow 100% or they sack you. I don't know if you follow some of the... Um, like Ben Carpenter and this yeah. some other, like, fitness social media. I've been posting about a guy that sacked a client for eating a burger. Like she had one burger on a weekend and she got sacked, like they got fired um, just because she had a burger off plan. And we're not that type of coaches. We're like the total opposite. So we're not the type of people who will fire you for eating a burger okay. off plan. <laughs> God, I would, I'd be firing myself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, you're sacked. <laughs> but I, I know, I personally know some people who, have been with coaches in the past and have been sacked you know it's like oh well you already had one treat you already went off plan once um so next time you do that this is your last warning it's your last strike and they're like hang on you know I'm these people if you're not training for a competition or you know uh, some sporting event in particular where you have to be a hundred percent um we're trying to fit this into people's lifestyles at the end of the day you know everybody wants to have a life and to make progress and progress can absolutely be made while you're still enjoying yourself. You don't have to, there's no magic food at the end of the day. So there's not all this going off plan. What are they going off plan on? Because there is no magic food. If you can fit it in and make things work, or if you do go over your calories on the odd day, so what? I mean, that's exactly what we're here for. We're here to help you through those situations. If you've enjoyed a birthday meal or something like that, then fine, we just crack back on the next day. But if there are situations where you are struggling or you're craving or um, you're really struggling to stick to your whole sort of plan, your training, your food, all of that, like Michelle said, those are the reasons and the, the times when you absolutely need to be checking in with your coach. We're not here just to pat you on the back and say, well done for all of the good weeks. The whole point of you hiring a coach is to help you achieve your goals because for whatever reason you haven't been able to achieve it so far so we are here to actually coach you through the whole yeah. process through the good answer. exactly so we're not impressed by people so i've got a 10-week plan so i'm not impressed by someone who gives it their whole life to dedicate to that 10-week plan they stop going out to social occasions they give up all their favorite foods now if that's what you want to do if you want to have a really hard 10 10 weeks to get the most out of it then that's fine. But 99% of you don't. You want to be able to do that 10 weeks and have a life. So I'm not impressed by somebody who gives up their whole life just to do a plan because it's not sustainable. And I know all the hard work that we've done once they finish that plan and once they um, go on 
to do it on themselves they're just going to rebound because they haven't actually learned how to do this as part of their life yeah. so I'm more impressed by someone who says do you know what I've made some compromises I went out for a birthday meal I met some friends for some cocktails I went out for a family meal and I've still managed to change my habits and get great results I'm more impressed by that than by someone who says I've had no life for 10 weeks and I'm bloody miserable yeah, I completely and utterly agree with that. I'm exactly the same with my clients. Um, you know, sometimes they say it's my mother's birthday and we've got afternoon tea booked in and I'm like, well, go and enjoy it. Use it as your high calorie day. We can work around it and plan towards it. So you're not just, you know, completely ignoring everything. But that's the whole thing. We work around it and it's about learning how to manage and control these situations going forward. So you don't have to miss them. You can still enjoy them, but whilst still making your progress at the same time, you don't have to give up everything for Easter last weekend. I told all my clients, you know, have an Easter egg, just eat an Easter egg and enjoy it. Don't worry about tracking it. If you've then got more, don't go too far. Don't eat five Easter eggs. Like then factor thing, factor a little bit of chocolate in from the Easter egg, you know, into your calories then for the following days, but have one and just enjoy yourself. A lot of people did then eat Easter eggs for a few days, hence the reason they were dreading checking. <laughs> but I fully expected it, to be honest. Yeah. It's Easter, it's once a year and it's it's a few extra calories and within a few days, they're going to get back on track. And I think the most important part for me, like I said to them all, was you've checked in. What could have happened is they could have then if they didn't check it, they might have spiraled completely out of control and gone into, you know, sod it mode and I just can't do it. I failed now. So what's the point? The fact that they've then stopped, thought about it, checked in, that helps get you back on track anyway. We've had a conversation. I've said it's fine. Let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're just going to speak about now. So if you like finding the plan hard or you've gone off plan, you've had bad weeks, sometimes it might not be your fault. It can be your coach's fault. Now, like the calories we put you on, um, they're not set in stone. They just might not have worked for you. They might not be right for you. The training you've had on, you've been put on might not be right for you. You've said you can do so many days, you, you can do less. Or you've said the own advanced trainers, we've given you a really hard plan. But actually, because you haven't been to the gym for the last year, you're not really that advanced you used to be. So we're just going to go through a couple of points that might not actually be your fault, could be your coach's fault. So it's really important to check in so the coach knows if the plan is right for you or not, because it might it just might not be right for you. That's the whole point you're checking in and your coach making changes is to change it to fit into your life. So one of the, the points we're going to kick it off with too many training days. So maybe on your your questionnaire, you've put that you can train, you know, you, you were all hyped up when you did your questionnaire, right? Yeah. I'm only doing two days at the minute, but I'm going to do five. I'm going to go for it. So you put five, your coach gives you five days. Well, actually, you know, you've got three kids, three dogs, a husband, you work full time. Five days is not achievable. So then you're stressing. You don't want to check in because you feel you let your coach down. Well, actually, those five days, it's just not right for you. Maybe you would have been better off with three days. Yeah, and your coach could have given you maybe three full body days. So you're still working each body part three days a week. Um, so it might not be your fault that you're on five days. It, it just doesn't fit into your life. Now, if you don't check in and tell your coach, your coach then can't change your plan. Um, have you ever had that where maybe you've had yeah. clients doing too many days? Yeah, definitely. It happens quite often. Like you said, in the very beginning, people are quite often excited and I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to it. And they commit themselves to more than is actually realistic for their life. And like you said, as soon as they work with, as soon as they start speaking to us, checking in, working with us, we can amend that. That's the whole point in us being there. We're not there to just provide a one-off training plan at the start of it. And and then just leave you to get on with it for however long before we provide you with another one. I mean, we want to know what you're struggling with and to help you as much as we possibly can. So yeah, that's definitely happened to me. Um, I had it last week, actually. I did change a client's plan last week because I noticed that she had said she could fit in a certain amount of time, but then I was noticing on her feedback I did half this morning. I'm doing half later. I couldn't quite fit this in. So I changed a plan on, on the weekend and, and sent her a fresh one because, and also, you know, she then realized she wanted to work on 
certain body parts more on glutes and um and legs so i incorporated that in because she wasn't quite getting on with what she was doing and that's because she communicated with, with me i was able to do that and now she's on a plan that works much better for her this week everything's trial and error in the beginning we don't know and and you know you as a client might not know either you might think you might very well have good intentions of of doing all of that and sometimes it just doesn't work that way really no exactly and there are coaches out there to give like cookie cutter plans yeah. i've had one i worked with um a coach that had a coaching team and we were all on the same training plan but we hope we've all got different lives so what might work for the person next to me might not necessarily work for me like i have to do six days cardio for 45 minutes i only wanted to train five days a week i couldn't really fit the six day in so instead of just um I told her that I couldn't do um, six days and it was like, do six days or leave, basically. Oh, wow. So yeah. we left. So I, we just don't want to be those type of coaches, like we're coaches to coach you through it. So if something's not working for you, then, you know, let us know and we can change it. Yeah. I mean, I'm a classic example of that, actually, right now, because I'm usually on a five to six day training plan myself. And at the moment, I'm just so busy because I work full time and I'm running the business, you know, evenings and weekends um, on a full time nutrition course and on the business course as well. It's a lot going on, you know, and family life, normal life, too. So at the moment, I'm currently not able to train half as much as I was. I mean, it'll get back to it, but my my <clears throat> situation has changed. Sorry my situation has changed at the moment so I've just had to adapt and work with my own coach to to adapt my plan because at the moment I'm lucky if I can get you know a good 45 minute session in whereas I'm used to two two and a half hours because I love it so we all go through different stages and as and when yeah. need to be changed we can we can change them exactly so the next one is the training plans too hard for you so maybe you are a complete beginner um but we don't realize how beginner you are. So some people just can't squat. Like I was a personal trainer and I had a client who physically couldn't lift a two kilo dumbbell. Now yeah. to Jessica and I, that's quite light, but to someone else, it's really heavy. And some people just can't squat, find a hard squat. Some people can't do a lunge because they haven't got very good core strength, very good balance. So it might be the fact that we've maybe put exercises in your training plan. So maybe a lunge and you just physically, some people just can't do a lunge, a squat. Some people just can't do a squat. No. So maybe your training plan is just too hard for you. Yeah, we can. And if you speak to your coach about that, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. We're here to help you. We know that you will be able to do that, but then it's about adding in some regressions. We're like, okay, you can't quite do that yet. That's absolutely fine. Let's take it back a little step, back a few steps. And now we've got a plan in place to work up to that. So we've got a foundation. Now we've figured out what that is. And we can put the steps in place to get you stronger and better at that move over the coming weeks and months. Because everybody will be able to do it unless, you know, you've got a specific issue that you physically can't, like arthritis or something that will prevent you from doing certain exercises, depending where you have it we can work with you then and build up and how much more motivated are you going to be going forward? If you feel like you're progressing, you, as you get closer and closer to that goal, you'll enjoy your training a lot more as well and you won't dread checking in. So that communication, I think for me is key on the, on the training. I'm regularly, not regularly putting exercises in that people can't do, but I'm always keeping an eye on the feedback um, that people are providing. And, you know, say, for example, one that I had recently was um, rotating side planks I put on somebody's plan and they were like, I can barely hold a normal side plank, but don't worry, I'll keep doing it. And I said, well, no, I'll change that. Let's master a basic side plank first and then we'll progress up, make it a little bit more intense and then we'll move to rotating side planks in a few months once we're there. So it's about that constant feedback and us knowing what to do and never feel like you just have to put up with it. Oh, don't worry. I'll keep, I'll keep at it. I'll keep at it. No, we'll work with you and help you. We'll put a plan in place to help you actually be able to achieve that rather than you just attempting it and hating every second. Yeah, exactly. Same as if maybe you said that you were an advanced trainer. So we've given you, especially on the monthly plan that you're always complete personalized. So if you've ticked, you're an advanced trainer, 
but maybe he was an advanced trainer last March when you were going to the gym five days a week. But now a year on and you're not really that motivated to train at home, we haven't really trained much for a year, then maybe you're not really at an advanced level. So maybe the advanced plan is, is not right for you right now. Maybe you just need to go back a little bit. Um, and that's absolutely fine. But again, if you're not checking in and not communicating with us and you'll just think, do you know what, this plan's not right for me. I'm just going to leave because... I've had it like loads of times and I've had someone message me recently and said, um, this plan's not right for me. I'm going to leave. I find out the, um, like we're going to go into it in a minute, but the calories, the deficit I added on was just too hard for right, right okay. now. She just had so much going on. Yeah. And she was said she was an advanced trainer, whereas she's not quite that advanced anymore. So after having a chat to her, we put her calories up a little bit and regressed the training a little bit. And yes, she's still with me. But if she didn't tell me why she wanted to leave, then I couldn't help her. And then she would have left and just would have regressed and the weight yeah. would have come back on. Um, so you have to commute like coaching, online coaching or coaching is a two-way street. Like you have to communicate with your coach. You have to let them know what's going on. So if you had a bad week, that coach can help you put, put a plan in place so next week we can learn from it and um so it doesn't happen again so if the training plan is too hard you know don't be embarrassed to say it you know like when i go back into the gym my same as jessica and we go back into the gym now we're not going to be able to lift what we did back last year no way we're i'm not going to be able to do practiced on my deadlifts and i'm lifting about 40 kilograms lighter and struggling at the moment so <laughs> yeah so it, it. it's okay that you're not as fit as you used to be or you're finding the training plan too hard but you do need to let us know so we can change it yeah and equally on that on you know on the flip side of that if you're finding your training plan too easy it's just mm. not challenging you enough again tell us we'll make it more challenging if we you know if you're just like oh that was rubbish i didn't really feel that not really getting much out of this anymore tell us we'll make it more challenging for you and you know help you progress and and build up even further so yeah, it works on, on the opposite side as well. Exactly. And the first plan you get is just like a base. So the first plan you get is a base. All right, you filled in the questionnaire, but we don't really know you. So we don't know how strong you are. Don't know how fit you are. All right, you've told us you've been training for a few years or you've just started whatever, but you could be more advanced than we think you are. You could be um, not as advanced as we think you are. So see your, your first plan is like your starter plan for us to try and gauge where you're at. So if, yeah, it's too easy, let us know. If it's too hard, let us know. Um, yeah, your, your first plan is like a starter plan for us to try and gauge where you're at. So don't just see that as that's your plan, that's it, for the whole time you're with us. It's not. Like, for, for me, like the first plan you have is just so I can gauge where you're at. Yeah. And then you need to check in then. So I know, right, okay, I need to change that. I need to make it a bit harder. I need to make it a bit easier um maybe she's not quite at the superset stage yet maybe i need to put simple sets in so we can change it yep exactly completely agree i just wanted to say before we move on my cat has just popped <laughs> herself um on my notepad and directly in front of my microphone and she's purring so if you can hear any weird noises i don't know if it's picking up yeah, on the mic just like it's not me when we listen back to this later um any weird noises blame my cat <laughs> she's literally <laughs> just spread across my whole laptop and notepad so thanks Dave and <laughs> um, so the next one we had then I think you were going to go into that then as well is your calorie deficit might be too big so if you can't stick to your calorie target or your meal plan depending on what you're on um if you can't stick to it then it might just be that if the calories are too low for you you're just not going to be able to adhere to it I've had that quite a lot with clients actually where and sometimes they even say to me I feel like shall we put my calories lower and I'm like but you've gone over your calories on three days this week so you can barely stick to it if anything I'd like to increase your calories slightly so yeah. you're more likely to adhere to it and then at least we know what we're working with exactly so maybe you know we started you off on let's just go with the the norm so 500 calorie deficit Whereas maybe your your job is a bit more active the, the, than I thought it was. You get yeah. a bit more steps in than I thought you was. You're just busier during the day, so you're actually burning more calories. So maybe the deficit we got you on the 500 
is a bit too big because maybe we didn't work out your maintenance calories right because maybe you're just a bit more active than we thought you are. So yeah, the 500 calorie deficit based on a lower um, basal metabolic rate is going to be quite low. So, you know, if you're finding that you can't stick to your calories, it's not because you're failing. It just might be that your the deficit is just too big and you can't adhere to it. And the best diet or the, the best calories you're on is one that you can stick to so if your coach has you on calories on a diet plan and you find your, yourself overeating all the time quite often then that calorie deficit is too big for you you can't adhere to it you'd be so much better off going in a bigger calorie in a, a higher no, calorie yeah. so a smaller deficit because you can adhere to it all right your weight loss might be a little bit slower but like what we spoke about before, that restriction and overeating cycle. So if you're going over your calories, you might end up in the the overeating and then the under restriction cycle, which we don't want. So if you're finding it hard to stick to your calories, like we need to know because we, you know, we can make changes. Yeah, and at the end of the day, slow progress is better than no progress. It's better than going around in circles, you know, in that bin over restrict binge cycle which isn't good for your mental health or your physical health to be honest nobody wants to be getting yeah. into that situation so i would rather be losing half a pound a week or every two weeks whatever it might be than two pound just to then be putting that back on because you know in in a week's time you've restricted so much that you're just going to go on a massive weekend binge then you're going to go back to it that is not the way to live and not the way to to do this it's not healthy um, and it's what we want to avoid. So yeah, slow progress is better than no progress at all, because you're going to be able to adhere to it. You're going to have much more enjoyment. You're going to be able to go to those social occasions, enjoy meals with your family. You know, there was one lady last week and she had, um, she had picnic with her kids over Easter. It was Easter holidays and she'd gone over a couple of days and she doesn't normally, it was absolutely fine, but she told me about it and she said, you know, I didn't even feel guilty, but I didn't also feel like I needed to overeat. I just had like an extra biscuit. So I might've been over by 50 to hundred calories a day, but I enjoyed it. It was a week off with my kids and I made amazing memories and then she's back on it next week, but she didn't need to go into like a massive binging cycle because the calories are already decent they're at a good level for her in fact i think they've been on 1700 for 13 or 14 weeks we haven't dropped them once yet and she's still doing really well so that's awesome jealous also yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a bit lower than that at the minute we <laughs> yeah and thing is if the deficit is too big like those old habits that we talked about last week are going to come back you're going to be tempted to eat the piece of ham out of the fridge when you open yeah. the fridge. You're going to be tempted to eat the kids' dinner because you're, you're starving. So those whole old habits that we're trying to put right might come back just because your calorie deficit is just too big. Yeah, and then every little is going to add up, as you know, as we discussed last week. So nobody wants to go there. So communicate with us if, it's, if you're finding it too hard or you're going over constantly. We will just increase your calories and make it more sustainable for you going forwards. No problem whatsoever. Exactly. So another one, which is quite common. Now I've got my guys, most of them, the 10 week plan checking in on a Monday. So a lot of them don't want to check in on the Monday because they go off on the weekend. So going off track on the weekend is another one. Now yeah. I always help my clients to calorie bank. So saving up calories during the week. So on like this week's check-in, I asked them to tell me if they got something coming up next week. So they already, you know, most of them should know how to calorie bank, but if they, they knew, they don't really know how to do it. So I make sure they tell me in advance if they got anything that we need to plan for and then we can help plan. So if you're someone that finds that you're going off track every weekend, maybe we can put your calories a little bit lower during the week. So then you have more scope on the weekends to have more calories. So then you don't end up going over. Yeah, definitely. That's exactly what I do as well. I give all my clients the option, eat the same calories every day. Or if you are the type of person who knows that you're you know, going to have a little bit extra on the weekend, you know, if you like to have a wine with your food or especially now, you know, we're just 
lockdown restrictions are starting to ease restaurants will be opening back up soon yeah. people are going to be more likely to go out and you know have meals and stuff with their friends i can't wait family. to eat in a restaurant oh, <laughs> i know tell me about it and well we had nando's lovely nando's in our hotel room last week didn't we that was the first nando and i have nando's a lot of I've actually got, um, you know, on the card, I've got a red thing to use. Oh, and Green, I think. Yeah, i just Love. been saving them because my niece, who I take out quite a lot, she loves it when she feels like she's getting a free meal. So I keep the the, the red, green and things for her. Oh, that's And then I go and get something free. But yeah, I really enjoyed that, Lando's. It was nice. Me and yeah, Jessica nice. had a little romantic meal for two in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It was lovely. But yeah, people are more likely now, and rightly so, after being locked up for a whole year to go out. But that doesn't mean that you have to ruin your progress on that weekend. So like Michelle said, we'll help you bank your calories. Tell us if you've got an event coming up. I mentioned, you know, afternoon teas earlier. And, you know, we'll help you work towards that. We'll drop your calories a little bit and build up. It's exactly like a bank balance, you know, going in a, into your overdraft and then being in credit in your bank balance. So it works in exactly the same way. So we can help you help you through that 100%. Yeah, and even if you have been on track on the weekend and got a check-in on the Monday and you're dreading it, like check-in, it keeps you accountable. So if you've been off track, checking in kind of resets you. It was like, right, okay, the scales are up four pounds. My waist is up um, by an inch. I'm going to just get back on plan now and just draw a line under it. Whereas if you don't check in, you're likely just to carry on. Oh, you carry on eating, carry on drinking um, until you check in again. So checking in kind of like resets your mind, if you know what I mean. So, and it does help you get back on track. And also, um, yeah, it, it's for your coach to know what's go- exactly what's going on. Like I said, it could be just the plans not working for you. Yeah, 100%. And actually a few weeks ago, one of my clients was really, really struggling. She was about to go back to work as in school as a teacher following the lockdown. Um, she was feeling absolutely exhausted and she'd had a binge. I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast actually, but she spoke to me openly about it and I don't know what's wrong with me. And I was like, well, hang on a minute. You seem just completely exhausted. You don't normally do that. So that's telling me that we need to just slow things down for a little bit. I gave her a week or two week diet break. And in fact, we ended up keeping her calories up that high because she had so much energy. Um, she does, she does a lot of running. She was able to perform better in her running and just felt so much better and was able to adhere to it. Then she didn't need to go and binge or anything. So we were able to control it. She feels better. And I know that she's happier, but she spoke to me about it and communicated. So it did avoid that horrible cycle then of her, you know, doing that the next week and continuing it, just feeling dreadful. And, and what, what I find is if somebody has gone off track or you know had one day where they've eaten quite a lot of food and gone way above their calories they then try and like crawl it back <laughs> and go super low for the rest of the week and they're like oh, I tried to do that but I just couldn't and I'm like I'm not surprised because that's yeah. just horrible like speak to your coach and usually we'll just say draw a line under it we'll just, move that's on. the best thing otherwise you're going to go into the vicious circle then of over yeah. and over restricting and it's not a really nice place to be i've been there or punishing yourself with cardio doing extra cardio trying to go for extra walks you're not going to um like out train all the calories you've eaten you, you're better off just draw a line under it and just get back on track because you're going to enter that vicious circle and it's, it's not a very nice place to be so if you've had a weekend off just the positive from it is you enjoyed yourself um, and just draw a line under it and just get back on plan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So another one we've got, another situation, which probably doesn't really happen for us, but if you are on a strict diet plan and you just can't follow it, so some some people are on actual strict diet plans, I with some of my monthly clients, I will provide them an example diet plan, you know, if they need a little bit of help just to get into the swing of things, but it's not strict and, you know, but like I said earlier, no food is a magic food. So whereas I know with some coaches, they have to stick to that diet plan. You cannot deviate from it whatsoever. Um, and in those cases, I would say you absolutely have to speak to your coach if you can't stick to it, because it's all well and good having a set diet plan. You know, even though I do flexible dieting, I do find that eating 
more or less the same things day in day out at the moment especially when I'm being a lot stricter it just helps me so I'm kind of you know on this diet plan that I've created for myself at the moment but it's all foods that I know I absolutely love I enjoy them I'm not going to get bored of them so if you are on a diet plan you need to make sure that it's foods that you like you know you're not gagging having to force in tuna uh, if you hate tuna for example and you have I to used to I used to force feed tuna the first diet plan I was ever on had cottage cheese on it and the, it's I just the texture. Tea. It's the te- it's a texture. Of co- if it was blended, I could probably eat it. But it's the che- texture. <laughs> and I had salmon. It's the few things I don't like. So I had um, tuna, salmon, and cottage cheese in my plan because I was told I have to eat that. These foods would get me lean. Being the sponge that I was, like I believed it, and I would like force myself to eat it. Um, yeah, it didn't it didn't last very long. And then I ended up binging and, and went into that vicious circle of binging, doing loads of cardio, sticking to the plan, couldn't stick to the plan, binging, doing loads of cardio. It's not a nice place to be. So if you are on a strict diet plan, um sake coach, <laughs> come to me or Jess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And and we'll help you. We'll help if you do like to live that certain way. I, I do as well most of the time. My meals are just rotated. Um I get a lot of variety and I might rotate the protein source or the carb source, you know, I might have to Yeah, take... but you're still flexible. So if you're exactly. really dying for a, like a bar of chocolate, you know you can plan one in. I'll I'll fit one in, exactly. And that's that's what flexible dieting is all about, isn't it? It's about not feeling that guilt. It's about knowing you can do it. It doesn't mean you have to do it all day, every day, but you can do it. So you don't need to be going off plan. And, you know, I hate that saying anyway, off plan, because there shouldn't really be a, it's not on a plan. A plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean when I'm, when I'm it's going over that. your calories. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But ultimately you have to enjoy whatever nutrition you know, approach your coach is, is using with you. You have to enjoy it and you have to be able to get foods in that you like because even if you could force feed yourself things that you would or, you know, eat things you know don't really like for a period of six, eight, ten weeks, whatever, a short-term plan you might be on, you're not going to sustain that forever. So then you haven't learned anything on how to eat in the way that you enjoy eating so it's not going to be sustainable and then you are likely to just go back to normal you've learned nothing about the foods that you enjoy so yeah and like just said see see like your calories and the food you eat is like the money you spend like your bank balance like would you go out and buy an ugly dress that you're never gonna wear it's gonna sit in your wardrobe yeah exactly No, no you wouldn't so why are you spending your calories on foods that you don't like it just kind of I used to do it, but now I know about flexible dieting. It just doesn't make sense. Like I wouldn't spend my money on something I'd never use. Um, so why would I spend my calories on something that I don't like or I'm not going to eat? Exactly. You know? So um, yeah, so see your calories as like a like a bank balance. You wouldn't waste your money on pointless things that's going to sit in your wardrobe. So don't spend your calories on foods that you don't like. Now with diet plans, yes, they do have its place. If you're competing, for example, um then a diet plan is probably best for you if you can stick to it like like me after being uh, flexible dieting during lockdown just enjoying life I couldn't go back to a diet plan uh, I tried to I, I was going to compete and I just couldn't stick to it so then I knew that competing wasn't for me anymore because I just couldn't stick to the plan I didn't want to stick to the plan so if you're someone that keeps going off your diet plan and you're competing you know me and Jessica don't train competitors but you might have one listening then competing isn't for you right now because if you can stick to your diet plan then maybe competing just isn't for you so same as me I couldn't stick to a diet plan I didn't want to stick to a diet plan I didn't want to eat chicken rice and broccoli and all right I had some nicer stuff like cereal and bagel and jam but I don't want to eat bagel and jam I wanted a muffin (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I was um prepping for a competition when I thought I wanted to do it a couple of years ago and I actually used flexible dieting approach with my coach back then and I got into the best shape ever but it was flexible dieting but I had to be strict you know strict on the macros and Mm. strict on everything so you can do it flexible dieting but probably um it's easier because you know what variables you can you can move then if you're sick sticking to that set diet plan when you're Competing. Yeah, a lot of coaches, especially bodybuilding coaches, are old school, and they they don't yeah. do flexible dieting. So yeah, it's quite hard to to coach yourself to do a show. Um, I would never coach myself to do a show. No, <laughs> but but um, yeah, most coaches they don't do flexible dieting. They don't believe in it. So. No. 
yeah, it's not for me anymore. No, me neither. I <laughs> thought I wanted it, but I didn't. <laughs> so another one is your step count is just not achievable. Um, so maybe your coach has you on a 10,000 step count, 10, 10K a day. Um, and maybe you've got a desk job, you know, a desk job where you sat at the desk long hours. Uh, and then you've got the kids home, so it's not really possible to go for a walk. So maybe you're just not checking in because you're stressing because you're not getting your steps in. So, yeah, we do recommend that you get 10K steps in a day. But if it's not physically achievable for you to do that and you're stressing out that you can't get it done, then just let us know. We'll make some changes. Um, we don't want you to get obsessed with like your watches and start walking around in circles in your living room every night just to try and get <laughs> your steps in. Although it is good to keep you active, but if you physically just got to walk around in circles every single night just to get your steps in while you're watching the soaps, then it's, it's not really enjoyable, is it? I mean, I wouldn't want to do it. No, not at all. I don't think I've ever done that, to be honest. But um, all we'll do is adjust. We could we could look at adjusting your calories for example yeah. we might need to just do a very slight reduction or perhaps we can fit something else in to make up for it perhaps you've got um a treadmill or a bike or something at home and you you've got chance to sit there you know while the kids are eating food and do 15 minutes on that so we might be able to factor in some other activity that doesn't require you going out and doing walk being away from your family so there's always ways that we can we can work yeah. around things it's like with our monthly coaching options they're flexible to you so if you can't physically do ten thousand, i think this is a situation and all of these actually there are going to be moments when we as a coach might say come on now you you can do that pull your finger out a little bit I know that if you get up a little bit earlier, you can fit this in or you can do whatever, you know, element you're struggling with. So we are there to, to help support you as well. If we do think you are making some, some little excuses, I think that's always good. Because you will come out. up with excuses. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're all human. We've all done it. I do it as well myself, but you know, we're, we're there as coaches because we know your full potential. So if we are saying, you know, come on, we know that you can, you can get a couple, you can get a thousand or 2000 more. Let's aim for that. But, but we can put it down and make it into small manageable chunks for you. We can say, right, okay, this week you've managed 5,000 steps. So let's have a goal of 6,000 steps next week. Yeah, I, I did that with one recently. Yeah, we'll, we'll break things down into manageable chunks and coach you through it. Um, but we, we also are there to help you reach your full potential because you do have to make some changes in order to, to make progress as well. So whilst we're absolutely there to adapt the plan or do whatever, we will push you where we, where we know that we can push you and you can probably be doing a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and the plans are supposed to be hard. Calorie yeah. deficit is supposed to be hard. You are supposed to be a little bit hungry in a calorie deficit exactly. because you're in a deficit, you're eating less. But if you get to the point where you're starving, you're binge eating, you physically can't finish your training plan, um, after you've tried for maybe a week or two, then yeah, that's when we'll we'll make changes. We will try and push you, but we're there to also, you know, not not kill you off, not <laughs> yeah. give you stuff that are not achievable. But yeah, if we think that maybe you're just making excuses or um, being a bit lazy, <laughs> some of you can be a bit lazy, then we will push you. But yeah, if you're finding it really too hard, then yeah, as long as you check in and let us know, we can make changes. Now, in regards to not checking in, Jessica and I know all too well the excuses that you come up with because we've used them. One of them is, can't find my tape measure. Yes, lost that. Then you put it in the exact same place every <laughs> single week. You check in the same time, same day, every single week. And I bet you put your tape measure in the same place. You know where that tape measure is. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so we know measure. that if you make up excuses like that, another one is my scales are not working, so I can't weigh, or my batteries are gone in my scales, so batteries I can't weigh. Broke. I've had that so much, I thought everybody's batteries are just dying <laughs> in their scales all the time. Mine last years. <laughs> I never need to change the battery in my scales. Or another one is my camera's broke. I can't take pictures because my camera's broke. Or my husband's still in bed, so he can't take pictures of me today. Yeah, and like you're obviously these are genuine, but. Most Some of them can be genuine, but if you yeah. come, if you tell us one of those excuses, I just think in my head you haven't been on plan. Yeah. If you could genuinely have no batteries in in your scales, 
But in my head, I'm thinking, you haven't been on plan. They're just excuses for you not to check in. Another one is, oh, I couldn't check in because I'm running late for work. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know the check-in time every week. Come on. <laughs> yeah, just set your alarm to get up a little bit earlier. I mean, it could be genuine. But if you do use one of those excuses, we are just thinking you haven't been on plan. Yeah. Another one for us females is... Um, I'm on my period. I'm really bloated. Do you mind if I don't send? And I've been there. I've done that. And I, to be honest, I've probably done that recently with my coach as well, where I had a big IBS attack and I didn't even want to look at my belly, <laughs> let alone send a picture to my coach and let somebody else see it. But, you know, she came back and she said, you know, you're a coach yourself. You know the importance. And mm -hmm. I was like, I know, I do know. Uh, so, yeah, we, we are the same. We go through these same things as well. And it's not nice if your stomach's bloated and, like I suffer with IBS. So every so often my stomach is absolutely massive, like a big balloon mm -hmm. if I've eaten something or I'm a bit stressed or whatever. Um, but it's about just being in that mindset, being in that routine and keeping it up no matter what. We're, we're not there to judge you as a coach. I don't care if your legs are hairy. Don't even notice if your legs are hairy, to be honest. <laughs> people say about the smudges. We'll start zooming in there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my, my mirror is so dirty. Well, I wasn't even bloody looking at your mirror. I'm trying to just compare your photos to last week. I'm not looking at anything else. <laughs> we haven't got time. <laughs> So yeah, don't ever worry about what your checking pictures look like because we're literally, I'm just so in the zone, just checking like, what did they look like last week? What are the changes? What did we look like? Um, yeah, I don't pay attention to any of those little no. things in the, in the background. But it's just about being in that routine, being in that habit and keeping yourself accountable because otherwise you're just going to start, you know, picking up these little habits and, and going off track without even realizing, to be honest, if you're not keeping up with that accountability and at the end of the day that's what you're paying us for you're paying us for this service we need to be there for you through the ups and the downs yeah and we're not just a check-in service so we're coaches like yeah. we're there to coach you yeah great you've had a fantastic week you're excited to check in we'll tell you how well you've done we'll give you a pat on the back then if you haven't had a good week um we're there to coach you. I mean, that's just when, this is when our job comes into play. You know, we're coaches to coach you through the bad times. We're not just there to just give you a pat on the back when you've had a good week. So maybe you feel that because you haven't had a good week, you don't want to check in because you're not going to get the pat on the back. They're the days, the weeks when you need your coach the most. And if you don't even have a coach, if you're checking into yourself, if you're training yourself and you do weekly measurements and stuff and you know you've been a bit off track and you don't, um, check into yourself, like check into yourself, like keep yourself accountable because otherwise you're going to have another bad week until you've checked in again. Like checking in kind of is like a, a starting point, kind of like yeah. a reset point to go again. Yes, I love that. We're definitely not just a check in service, you know, this is our passion. Our passion is helping people to achieve their goals through whatever obstacles come your way progress is never ever going to be linear obstacles are always going to come up things that you haven't foreseen family situations may arise um, you might be ill for a week for example we are there to, to coach you through everything you might go on holiday and go have a week completely off and then we help bring you back it's not a straight line this progress for anybody ever there's ups there's downs there's bits where it's stagnant <laughs> yeah it's uh we're there as coaches to help you achieve your goals through all situations and scenarios. And, and that's the most enjoyable part. Yes. It's obviously amazing when a client, you know, there's always some clients where it just clicks. Like I said earlier, that one client, she's on 1700 calories has been for 13, 14 weeks since she began, doesn't need changing yet because she's making amazing progress. Other clients, we have to, you know, step in and make changes every week, two weeks and, tweak the training, tweak this, tweak that. And it doesn't quite happen so fast, but, but we'll get there. We'll get there with everybody. We're all different. And, and, you know, we're there to help you through all of the challenges because we've seen so many of them and experienced so many of them between us over the last, most of them. <laughs> however many years they've all happened to us. Like I said earlier, I, I was dieting on over 2000 calories six months ago. At the moment, my situation has changed. I can't train as much. So I'm currently on 1500 calories, which is horrible for me because I love eating. 
but um, at the moment, that's what matches my situation because I'm trying to lose fat and I just can't get away with eating so much at the moment. It has to reflect my life. It has to adapt. Exactly. And sometimes like your life changes. So we might put yeah. you on a calorie deficit and a training plan, but then maybe you've got a new job or you moved house or something's happened. So your plan has to change. It's like me now, I'm doing a challenge. It's um, called 75 hard. You basically got to train twice a day, every day for 45 minutes. Um, stick to your calorie deficit, drink a gallon of water, read 10 pages, um, so I've had to put my calories up a little bit because I'm training every single day. Yeah. So obviously the calories that I'm on now wouldn't really match if I was just training four or five days a week. No. Because I, I'm moving more. I need more calories. So like me and Jess are completely different at the minute. So Jessica's on a lower calories training less. I'm training twice a day, every day. So my calories need to be a bit higher. So once the 75 days are over, then I'll have to reassess what my goal is and what my plan is, how many days, because I won't be training every day, <laughs> how many days <laughs> I want to train. So things change. So yeah, like Jess said, it's not linear. Things might come up in your, your life. Um, yeah, you might be like moving house or got a different job. Maybe you were on a job where you was on your feet all day. Now you sat down all day. Unless you're checking in and tell us, like we're not going to know. Like, no, we're not psychic. We're not. You can't no, just exactly. guess if anything changes. And you know what? It's okay to be stagnant for a while as well. Like it's okay to stay the same and just maintain for a few weeks. If you have got a situation like that, you still check in, still do your plan. It might just be that for a few weeks or a couple of months or whatever the situation is, we just maintain for a while and we just keep ticking over as long as you're healthy, you're active. Um, it's okay to do that. You don't always have to be in this gaining phase, fat loss phase or whatever, but it's always nice to have the coach there for the accountability and um, to help you through anything. Yeah, exactly. And even if you can stick to like the training plan. So I've got someone, I got a couple of clients who are not training. We're yeah. just, I got one client, she's getting in um, 15,000 steps a day and sticking to a calorie deficit. She's not training. And so far she's lost about two and a half stone. Um, she just can't motivate and train at home. She hates it. So yeah. she's not doing it. So she, I know when she goes back into the gym, she'll smash it. We'll put her calories up, build steps to go down. So everyone's different. So when she come on board, I give her a training plan and she's like, look, I just can't train at home. I can't do it. So I was like, right, let's take that out, put your calories down. Let's get higher steps in. And she's smashing it. Yeah, 100%. On, um, on my first ever shape-up I did, I think I had three of them who couldn't exercise. They had various injuries and going through various things at that particular time. But they just did the nutrition and the steps as well. Lost a good stone to two stone, I think some of them in, in that eight weeks and felt absolutely amazing. You know, their resting heart rate had reduced. So yeah, it doesn't even matter if you can't exercise when you work on with us on our monthly plans, everything is based around you. It's yeah. It depends what your goal is. Obviously yeah. if your goal is to build muscle, change your body composition, then you need to be weight training. Oh yeah, of course. If your goal <laughs> is just fat loss for now, obviously we recommend weight training as well. But for someone that just can't, do any exercise for whatever reason and the plans are completely personalized so if you're someone that hates training I got a client who hates weight training I, I've started to make a weight train and <laughs> on her um check-in form where she put um at the bottom like what's your win she went I, I kind of liked weight training this week <laughs> <laughs> well I have a feeling she'll be absolutely loving it soon because everybody that I've ever got into weight training has ended up loving it no, I nearly enjoyed it. That's what she said. I nearly enjoyed it. I love that. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> because the goal is to tone up, to build a body composition. So she used to do a lot of the spin bike. It's like, right, we've lost the weight now. You, you need to do weight training. You have to do weight training. So, um, yeah, she doesn't enjoy it, but she's doing it. Bless her. Oh, good. I'm sure she'll love it soon. I actually had a client come back to me. She used to come to my classes that I taught back in you know 2013 in fitness for less and she joined my recent shape up challenge i hadn't spoken to her for about eight years or however however long it was and i remember back then i had to convince her she used to cut i had i did five classes a week and two of them were female weight training classes to like teach people the moves the basics and teach people not to be afraid of it because um, they didn't like going out in the male section of the gym anyway 
I remember she'd come to the three classes and not do the other two. And I'd be like, come to the weight training ones. I'm, you'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. No, no way. I hate it. Hate it. <laughs> I eventually convinced her. Couldn't get her away from them then. She started skipping the cardio one. She was like, I have to do, you know, upper body Tuesday, lower body Thursday, mm-hmm. whatever I had planned for that week. And she came back and she hadn't um, trained for a good while now. And she was like, oh, I forgot how much I enjoyed this type of training. So I'm sure your client. I don't think I've ever, tra- and I've trained a lot of people, especially being a personal trainer. I don't think I've ever trained anyone that didn't enjoy, or eventually didn't enjoy no. training. It's so anyone. As you start getting stronger, yes, it feels horrible in the beginning when you're really struggling to lift that. 2k weight or whatever it might be but we've all been there we've all started there and as um as time goes on and every week you know next week if you might be able to lift three kilos or you might do a couple more reps with that weight what a buzz you get you're like wow last week I couldn't do this but this week I'm doing it so it's such a good feeling really good um a really good rush you get after a weight session I love it so much you can never stop challenging yourself with it can you it is, yeah. So that client I was on about that couldn't physically lift a two kilo dumbbell. She couldn't do a bicep curl with two kilos, which is all right. Everyone knows that somewhere. Yeah. And then she finished off bicep and bicep and curl. <laughs> <laughs> bicep and curls. It's a new sentence. Bicep and curl are um, five kilos. So going from not being able to lift a two, we started off on one kilos, and then finishing off. When I, when I ended my um, gym contract, when I left as a personal trainer, she was lifting five kilos. That's like a massive achievement. Yep, really is. Awesome. I think we covered everything that we wanted to say there now. I think we're done. Yeah, I think that's it. So check in. That's yes. the bottom line. <laughs> yes. Please, 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 whether you're coached by us or you have a different coach or you're checking in just with yourself, like Michelle said, just take the time to do it, get into the habit and remain accountable um, because it's going to help you in the long run. And especially if you're working with us, we'll help you get through whatever obstacles come your way and we'll help you achieve your goals no matter what. So exactly. So next week we are going to be talking about training. So the gym, hooray, is opening up soon. Yay, one week early. Well, people in England, they opened yesterday. Um... So yeah, I mean, I've got so, my little home gym, but I am still looking forward to. Oh, I just can't, I can't wait! I haven't got leg press, hack squat, stairmaster. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, can't wait. So next week's podcast is going to be about training. Um, what we recommend, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, getting back into the gym. Yeah, how to approach getting back into the gym after this very extended lockdown. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So thanks for listening, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope it's made you now to check in on the good weeks and the bad weeks. And um, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks so much. And please do tag um, tag us if you have listened to the podcast. Tag us on Instagram and share it with your friends. Just start to spread the word for us so more and more people get to listen to it. And we actually had a comment from last week that we are the new Anton Deck. <laughs> what do you call us? Jane, <laughs> or Jane and Payne. Jane and Payne, the new Anton Deck. Oh, it's my client, Chris. Chris, bless her. She's funny. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> right, see you all next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye.